<clears throat> Hello, and welcome to Daniel K's Let's Plays, the internet's premier video game Let's Play podcast. A Let's Play series in which you can't see the video game being played. And this episode, I'm, um, which is episode negative nine, I think, if my math serves me correctly, I'm joined by a special guest host. It's a bunch of rain. It won't be coming in here. Uh, to the shed to join me in playing the video games. It's just going to wait outside for me. Um, maybe it'll get bored and go away. But hey, you know, rain's a pretty nice ambience to have, you know. There's nothing better than being, like, in bed or somewhere cosy while it's raining outside and you're kind of safe from it. Uh, and coincidentally, somewhere cosy is exactly where I am. The hammock again. And, yeah, it's especially cosy with all that beautiful rain outside. And me really rugged up this time. So no unattractive shivering in your podcast episode today, listeners. No. No, sir. No, ma'am. Um, there will also be no Katamari, either. You've probably uh, seen from the title and the cover art that this is not a, a Katamari episode. Because I left my uh, PlayStation Vita at my mum's house. So I can't play uh, Touch My Katamari. We might be joined by a cat again. Uh, but uh, I wanted to record an episode anyway, despite this terrible handicap. Um, and I was just looking through an old, old, old hard drive, which I had back in 2009. Um, actually, it was like a folder, or I'd backed up a hard drive from 2009 onto a later hard drive from about 2012. And that was inside a folder from a hard drive from 2000 and whatever, you know recent year I got that hard drive uh, and in it I found an old abandonware game called Castle of the Winds which a friend, an old friend I don't know anymore gave me when we did unpaid work together uh, Castle of the Winds in case you were wondering also known as Castle of the Winds Vanquish the Dark Forces hello cat, joined by the otter again, yes, yes thank you where was I? Also known as Castle of the Winds of Anguish the Dark Forces is a tile-based, roguelike video game for Microsoft Windows 3.11. It was developed by Sardasoft, with two A's, in 1989, and distribu distributed by Epic Mega Games in 1993. Holy shit, Epic Mega Games. I wonder what if they did anything like noteworthy. I'm also going to look up Sada. Man, I'm falling down a Wikipedia hole. Sada is this... What is this? A Swedish company? Oh, okay. The Sada site, uh, Wikipedia page, is just the Castle of the Winds. So it looks like all they did was Castle of the Winds. Uh, Sada Soft. <laughs> and then it says in brackets, Rick Sada. So it looks like Sada Soft is a one-man company. Anyway, good on him, back in 1989, for making Castle of the Winds and Castle of the Winds Part 2. I double-clicked the EXE file, but alas, uh, my Windows 10 point whatever it is now won't run that file anymore. It just says, huh, try again, mate. Try something, you know, made in the last 20 years. Um, but luckily, the first result when I typed in Castle of the Winds was a uh, DOS emulator which says, hey, play DOS games in browser. And I said, yes, please. And so now I'm going to hit full screen. Um, and I'm going to uh, 
go through the teething troubles associated with playing a game from 1989 with you. Um, click here or press spacebar to start. Now I'm doing that. You can hear my key. Listen to these key key taps. Um, but no, nothing is happening despite the direct, directions to me clearly printed. Printed, printed on my screen. <laughs> is that how laptops work? There's a printing press on the other side of this thin screen, and it's printing each, each frame, each screen individually. Wow. Um, let me try exiting full screen. See if it'll work in not full screen. Click here. Press space bar to start. Oops. Uh. Oh shit. All right. Oh, we're in a DOS box. <laughs> I feel like, oh. oh my gosh. Okay. So this is like a Windows 3.11 emulator. I feel like I'm on my dad's knee again. I'm a small child looking at this incredible machine which is just pulled out of its box called a computer. All right. Um, so in this emulator I'm given three choices Castle of the Winds Part 1 Castle of the Winds Part 2 and then there's another file here called Banania and it looks like a little uh, shitty yellow smiley face man I'm going to try playing Banania first before Castle of the Winds because this is a wild card and I'll always eat up a wild card at any opportunity if you'll allow me please to use a revoltingly mixed metaphor Oh, this is quality. Rudgar, Apple, and something. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Um, oi. Oi, oi, oi. Okay, this is an old, old puzzle game. It looks like, yeah, Hilfspiel, Optionen. It's in German. Banania is in German. Hilf. Index. Tastator. Befehel. Verfahren, Hilf verwenden, verwenden. What's the German accent for a V? F. It's F, isn't it? Verwenden, Hilf verwenden. Info über Bran Banania, Banania version one point zero. Copyright nineteen ninety two. Databeke GmbH. Autoren Rudiger Apple. Und Markus Golczynski. Great. Thank you, Markus Golczynski and Rudiger Apple. They're the authors. That's what Autoren means. I'm guessing. All right. I've exited Banania because it was absolutely unplayable. I apologize for not describing any of the visuals which appeared on my, <laughs> on my tiny square screen just then. You didn't miss out on anything at all. But here we go, Castle of the Winds Part 1. Double-clicking now. This will be a longer-than-average episode. You know that already because you can see the uh, the length. You have, uh, f- you have knowledge which I don't possess, listeners. Castle of the Winds Part 1, A Question of Vengeance, version 1.1a, copyright 1989 through 1993, by Sardasoft, published by Epic Mega Games. Yara, yara, yara. Ooh, some sexy graphics. Nice font. 
a nice font blue saying Castle of the Winds has appeared on screen. Part 1, A Question of Vengeance. Same font in red, slightly smaller. Start new game, load save game, overview. My cat is bumping my elbow. My elbow is hanging outside of my hammock and my adorable cat is bumping his head into it. His, oh god, his soaking, sopping wet. Oh, you spongy cat. Oh, you spongy cat. Oh, what a sponge. Alright. Well, great. Now my wet hands are going to mess up my touchpad. Yes, I'm playing on a touchpad. (laughs) I'm a pro gamer. I have my touchpad on my laptop here. No, I don't have a a USB or a wireless controller. Um, I do have a glass of wine, though. I will enjoy some of it right this second. Ugh. Alright, maybe more on the wine a little later. Probably not. <coughs> Start new game. Ooh, character creation. This just looks like... There's no image... Oh, there's a tiny image. Oh my gosh, it's smaller than the uh, nail on my pinky finger of a little white guy in a blue Speedo with a little... Uh, one of them little yeah, little dagger in his hands. Character gender. Bang, female. Ah, oh, the image changed. The tiny thumbnail. Now it looks thinner, and it has red hair instead of what did the male character have? Oh, like a tiny little halo of black hair, maybe like one pixel's width. Now the I, now back on female, I have red hair. I have a blue. What is that? Like a halter top almost. It's kind of hard to attribute actual real world names to these pixels which I'm seeing in front of me because really there's about eight of them arranged into uh, into into formation to uh, to depict uh, some kind of top. Uh, she's also wearing a Speedo. It looks to be identical to the man, so no sexism there. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I should shut up. Let's see. Yeah, okay. Choosing the uh, female gender doesn't affect any of my stats, which is nice. I can make a big, buff, strong woman. Uh, with tons of constitution and zero intelligence if I want to and zero dexterity thank you game for giving me that control I think I'll do that I'll make a great big warrior woman so her name will be her name will be Lucinda Lucinda oops I've called her Jucinda I can't... Okay, I have to delete the entire name. There's no selecting individual text in uh, Windows, whatever this is. Um, actually, Juicinder can... Yeah, she can be Juicinder. Juicinder. Okay. She has got strength. So my options are strength, intelligence, constitution, and dexterity. They all... Uh, the starting stats, they're all level with each other. And I have a pool of available points to attribute. And then I can also remove points from from some stacks. So I'm going to give her a whole bunch of strength. Oop. Think of... Oop. No. Yep. You can go above that. Cool. I'm going to remove some of her intelligence. Right, now she has very little. And I'm going to give her as much constitution as she had strength. And now dexterity. 
Maybe she is very dexterous. No. No, fuck it. Dexterity can stay level. She has more strength or constitution? Constitution. She is a brick shit house. Oh, I've reached the... Uh, okay. <laughs> well, that's a shame. I can't make her any bigger or stronger, even. Stronger? No. Nope. That's the sound of me hitting the glass ceiling, listeners. Alright, well, I guess she can be dexterous as well. Bang. She is strong and has a ton of constitution, very little intelligence, and has above average dexterity. Not as not as fast as she is big and strong, though. Um, I could make a custom character icon if I wanted to play around with a square of approximately 10 by 10 pixels. Game difficulty. Okay. I get to choose between easy, intermediate, difficult, or experts only. Um, I'm going to leave it on intermediate. I don't want to be difficult or experts only. Um, yeah. Okay. And we're good to go. Oh, learn spells. Okay. Now, I made her very unintelligent. I don't think I should be given this option. My option, my options in terms of available spells, heal minor wounds, detect objects, yes, hello, cat, light, magic arrow, phase door, shield. Okay, um, I figure if I was a weakling wizard, I would need a shield spell, but I'm not. I'm a big fuck off, don't mess with me kind of woman, so I'm not going to pick shield. Heal minor wounds is tempting, um, I think I'm going to go, f- like, phase door sounds like it's going to come in handy. So I'm going to go phase door. Okay. Oh, and we're in. Okay. I'm in the environment. Uh, yeah, I look to be, it's like a top-down bird's eye view. Uh, quite lovingly rendered pixel art. A beautiful shade of green, uh, grass. And some thatch-roofed village huts. There's a well. I'm right in the middle of this town, in, like, the town square next to the well. There are signs outside these houses. How do I move around? Oh, okay. (laughs) The way it works is I hit one of the arrow keys. My character disappears for a full quarter of a second and then reappears in the square next to where she was. And what, do I just click on the the sign in the adjacent square to read it? Okay, nothing here to open or close. It appears in a text box at the bottom. Oh, okay, there's some options at the top. Get, freehand, search, disarm, reset, save. Alright, well first of all I'm going to save. Um, oh shit, okay, here, here we might run into some emulator problems. Uh, file name, Daniel Case. I'm not going to risk a comma. Let apostrophe. It's an apostrophe when it's flying in the sky, not a comma. Commas lie on the ground like fucking snakes. Yeah, it's definitely going to get cut out. Daniel Case lets. Oh, it breaks my little soul to write lets without an apostrophe. Plays. <clears throat> All right, Daniel K's Let's Plays dot CWG, and I go okay. 
Daniel K's Let's Plays.cwj. The file name is not valid. Oh, God. Underscores? Is that what I'm doing wrong? I haven't done underscores. I've done spaces. Oh, Jesus Christ, the pass. You're so demanding. Okay, Daniel K's Let's Plays.cwg. File name is not valid. All right, shit. Let's cut off all these bells and whistles, shall we? And chuck them in the goddamn trash can and just call it Daniel.cwg. No spaces, no characters, no flair. Oh, okay, game save, done. I'm amazed they even let me have a capital letter on my name. What am I, an animal? No. Forgive me. Okay, I'm searching around. Oh, I've just noticed the, um, the setting is a tiny hamlet. It says so right down bottom uh, next to the text readout uh, area. Uh, and above a tiny hamlet, the, the descriptor of the place I find myself, there's some information you might be interested in. My health points, for example, 14 out of 14. My mana, 4 out of 4. Remember, idiot. Uh, speed, 100% out of 200%. Uh, time, Zero days, and then zero 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 seventeen uh, with two colons. So it looks like seventeen seconds have elapsed since the beginning of my uh, this game. And every time I take a step, yeah, three more seconds pass. Uh, that's pretty cool. All right, I wish I knew how to read these signs. Okay, I'm tr- going to try searching the sign. No stairs here, it says. <laughs> okay, thanks, game. Um, file. Character. Ah, oh, I could give uh, Jucinda ca- uh, custom attributes if I wanted. I think I can type... Oh, no, I can't. I guess I'll pick up character attributes as the game goes on. Like, say, if I save a child from a burning building, maybe Jucinda will become a hero, and that'll show up in her character attributes. That would be nice. Um, man, the mouse moves so shitty and slow. Okay, examine. I found examine. Command pending look, and I'm going to click on the sign. You see a sign that says Bjorn the Blacksmith. Fucking hell, we are cooking with gas. Okay, in order to look at, at stuff around me, I have to go up to the top of my screen... I have to click on a drop-down menu marked Verbs, which is next to File, Character, Inventory, Maps, Spells, Windows, and Help in the far corner. I'm going to drop down the Verbs, and I can examine, and that's how I did it. I could also search if I wanted to do that instead. Oh, I can Disarm Trap, Rest Until Healed, Sleep Until Mana is Restored, Open, Close. And then there are several grayed-out commands, like Climb Upstairs, Climb Downstairs, Freehand, and Get. I like this game, actually. I realise this is such... This is the... I'm going to make this slow game even slower by pausing to talk to you a little bit, like we're actually friends and you're here with me in my hammock. Ooh, it's, it's tight, but... Oh, another warm body is... is uh, is much appreciated in this chilly, icy weather. It's the winter solstice, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's nearly midnight on the winter solstice. If you live in the normal, normal, normal hemisphere, fuck my bias is showing. If you live in the northern hemisphere, it's just been summer solstice. Uh, but here, <laughs> in the deep south, it is winter. 
and it's the winter solstice. And it's cold, and you could be here with me, but you live far away. Uh, and anyway, the point I was trying to make before I went on that little tangent was that this game that I'm playing now, I'm looking at my cat and talking to the, to the cat as if the cat is you. Uh, the cat is sitting on an office chair, which is out here in my, my dingy concrete shed. Um, okay. Otter, you're the audience surrogate. Are you happy with this? So you need to stay there on that chair. There's no, there's no, no moving away for the audience surrogate. They're trapped. No, Otter, no, no, keep those headphones in your ears. No. No, 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 don't unsubscribe. Fucking hell. No, now I've only got four subscribers. Anyway, the point I was trying to make was that this game that I am currently playing, my beloved audience, is exactly the opposite of Touch My Katamari, which is incredibly fast-paced, crazy, interesting, colourful. But this game is unbelievably slow-paced, and frankly... (laughs) <laughs> a pretty, pretty flawed in terms of its visuals, uh, like the the game design. It's 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 a little bit amateurish. I'll be honest. I hope you're uh, yeah. I hope you're not too turned off by all of that. God damn it! This rain is going to make it really hard for, for me to edit out if I say anything really crappy or if I just don't speak for a minute, which is shitty. But hey, you can't argue with this gorgeous, beautiful ambience, can you? Well, that's enough uh, playing with verbs. I think I might walk around the town and have a look at what other signs say. Alright, I've walked across to the east side of town, where there's another thatch-roofed house. I'm going to examine the sign in front of it. Okay, you see a sign that says Gunhild's General Store. Uh, I'm going way down to the south area of town. I'm having to shout over this beautiful ambience. Holy fuck, it's really storming out there. And I've just realised this game has no sound or music. Which is a bit of a shame. You can't hear the old beep boop beep boop of uh, ancient video game music. Um... Just <laughs> the beautiful ambience and me screaming at the top of my lungs to be heard over it. Holy shit, this might be a bit of a write-off. I might actually... Okay. Uh, Alright, I'm going to stop and I'm going to wait for the rain to die down a bit before I keep on playing. So see you on the other end of this little beep, listeners. Bye. Okay. <clears throat> the ambience has died down a tiny little bit. There's no... um guarantee it won't come back twice as bad in just 20 seconds um but i figure it's quiet enough for me to keep on playing all right so i was down here we are in the south area of town there's another sign here i'm going to access my verbs and hit examine oh maybe there's a a shortcut i think i can hit x to examine let's find out together shall we x yeah here we are i can great i'm learning all the tricks all the tips. So, pro tip for Castle of the Winds, ladies and gentlemen, you can hit the X key to examine things quickly. Uh, here in the south corner of town, I see a sign that says Shrine of Odin. Okay, so this is uh, not 
Maybe it has fantasy elements, but it appears to be a game set in Earth's past. Because Odin's like a real uh, guy. <laughs> a real god guy. Who the old Viking folk used to be like, hey, hey, hey we love him. So, uh, yeah. It's it's not in magical fantasy Dungeons and drag- Dragons. It's not in fucking Faerun. It's in... Well, I guess, actually, I think Odin, somewhere right at the back of the... Um, of the Dungeon Master's Guide, it's like, hey, you know what? Odin and Thor, they can all be hanging out in Faerun as well in Dungeons and Dragons Land. So maybe this is Dungeons and Dragons Land. It's just in, like, the, you know... It's just in the Norway section of Dungeons and Dragons, wherever the fuck that is. Someone out there can uh, probably ignore me. All right. Uh, well, I don't want to go into the Shrine of Odin. That sounds boring. Uh, I'm going to go way up north, past Bjorn's Blacksmiths and past the General Store. I'm going to examine this little round hut here and see what this sign says. Snorri the Sage. Snorri the Sage sounds like someone who would be interested in speaking to someone much more intelligent <laughs> than Jucinda, <laughs> who I'm sure would only be interested in discussing uh, things like combat, battle, and feats of physical strength. Uh, nothing sage-worthy, sage-like, sanguine, sage-ish, saggy, nothing saggy, like magic. Um, There's another squarer hut on the other side of the road to the sage's house, so let's have a look at the sign outside this hut. A sign that says, Olaf's Junk Store, fuck yeah, Jucinda loves junk. Man, if she had a house, it'd be full of junk. Okay, I should probably try going into some of these huts. Uh, it might as well be the junk shop, huh? Let's enter the hut. Bang. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright, if I was expecting any kind of artwork or, like, an interior shot, <laughs> then uh, color me disappointed. Because what I see is uh, a shop interface, which is made out of uh, mostly parallel uh, lines, black lines on a white background with what looks looks like aerial text. Uh, Okay. All right. I see what's happening here. Um, No, I barely see what's happening here. I think there's no items in the shop, so I'm just seeing a blank... (laughs) this is so fucking crazy alright it's just struck me how this game is made and really you need to see it to believe it but um uh, you know how I wish was playing this with me was Matt from the Party Roll podcast because he could he probably has the kind of programming language required to describe what I'm seeing here it's like this video game is built out of like folders in your desktop. It's like I made, I right clicked on my desktop and hit new folder and I named it store. And then I double clicked on that new folder. And that's what I'm looking at right now. And that's the store that's in the game. It's like a, an empty folder. But up the top, it still has the, it still has like a drop down menu with, with obviously like standard Windows operating system. Uh, text and options, which are just greyed out. (laughs) And all of the... All of the fields on the screen here are built out of, like, empty folders. 
uh, except for this beautiful line drawing of my character, who's this androgynous, um, I'd call it a stick man. It's more like a sausage man with a blank face. So I guess if I squint, it could be my female character, but frankly, no, there's no goddamn way. Um, and all of her equipment uh, is like plain aerial text. Um, there's looks to be nothing I can buy in this shop. That's all I needed to say. I should have just said that. Alright, I'm back in, in this nice grassy uh, village homeworld. I'm going to examine the well that was in the middle of the town square now that I know how to examine things. You see the village well. That's it. Five words. Thanks. Um, verbs go downstairs. Nope, that's still grayed out. Uh, search. I'm going to try searching the well. No, it's not letting me. It doesn't even register that I want to search. Well, that's a bit of a shame. Uh, alright, let's go into, let's go into Olaf's blacksmiths. Maybe buy a sword. Okay, here we are. Now the, uh, now the new folder with named store is not an empty folder it has it's full of <laughs> it's full of programs and files but uh <laughs> yeah they're called normal club normal club normal club normal dagger normal hammer normal hammer normal hand axe normal hand axe normal spear so these are all items i can buy but for all the world they look like folders and files in a windows navigate navigating operating system Normal suit of leather armor. How much money do I have? Is that my money? Or is that the shop's money? What happens if I click on purse? Uh, oh, nothing happens. I think that's my money. I think I have 1,500 copper pieces. Or coin something. CP, whatever it is. Alright, well, uh, Jucinda already has a normal dagger. I'm going to see if I can give her a hammer. So I'm going to click on the hammer folder. Oop, it's a click and drag kind of thing, so I have to use two fingers on my little touchpad. Okay. It will cost me 420 coins for that hammer. Do I want to take it? No, actually, I want to I want to equip her with armor before I uh, upgrade a weapon I already have. I've got a dagger. Jucinda could fuck someone right up with a dagger. She doesn't need a big hammer. It's just that absolute tree trunk of an arm delivering that dagger to out the other side of your back. That'll do the trick. No need for hammers here. Alright, what do I want? A normal suit of leather armor? Normal suit of ring mail? Normal suit of studded leather armor? Let's get some prices, huh? Let's go right for a ring mail. Oh, $6,000. I only have $1,000. So, no thank you. Normal suit of leather armor right down the bottom of the, uh, the pay scale. Okay, that's 1000 I can afford that. Um, yeah, let's break this fucking bank right open. Bang! I got it. Now I'm going to drag it into my character. I think I need to... What do I... How do I equip it? Oh, whatever. I'll figure that out later. I have 450 bucks left. Uh, there's helmets here. Braces gauntlets. Let's have a look at the price of some gauntlets. A hundred bucks. Yep. Bang. Gauntlets. Got them. Uh, let's check out this helmet. I won't buy a shield in case there's like... Oh! Uh, that helmet. Just a normal leather helmet. Five hundred bucks. Can't afford it. I've only got three hundred. 
I couldn't even have afforded it before the gloves I bought. Braces, what do they cost? A hundred, bang, bought. So I've got 200 bucks left. I might leave it at that, huh? Because maybe, <laughs> I don't know, maybe the Sage is selling something that Juicinda wants to buy. I doubt it, though. Um, all right. Man, I've been going for a while. Uh, <laughs> like I said before, this is a pretty slow-moving game. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and get into some combat. I imagine what will happen is, at some stage, relatively soon, a bunch of goblins will... You know, I'll, en- I'll encounter something like a bunch of goblins and I'll need to try and hack them into pieces. And either I'll succeed and I'll feel proud and i say, Alright, join in, join me next time for episode uh, 2 of uh, Castle of the Winds. Or they'll kill me. Uh, and that'll be the end of Castle of the Winds. Daniel, let's play Castle of the Winds. Uh, so let's just get right down to it. Okay, me and Jucinda are going to walk all the way up. I don't even know what's in that. I'm going to walk past this hut, which I didn't explore, past this one. Uh, looks like a little veggie patch here. I'm going to examine it. Um, here we go. A vegetable garden. I was fucking bang on. All right. Let's see if I can search this vegetable garden. Maybe I can kill a couple farmers if they run out. Um, okay, the search verb doesn't really work that well. Maybe if I step into the vegetable garden and then hit search. Nope, no sir. I mean, I, I'm not playing like an evil character, or I wouldn't just kill the farmers outright, but what I'm saying is, Jucinda is dumb enough to step in a pumpkin, and then when the farmer comes out with a like a rake to push her off the pumpkin, she's dumb enough to just cut him in half uh, for initiating combat. So if that's how it goes down... Uh, okay, I've just tried to enter the this hut next to the vegetable garden. It says, the door to this farm is locked. Frankly, it's laughable that this tiny square vegetable garden with what looks like ten carrots in, maybe? This this ridiculously small. Like, Jucinda is bigger than this vegetable garden. Right next to this hut, in all this expanse of green, perfect, spotless grass, that makes this a farmhouse. This one little garden. Alright, let's go across. Looks like there's another... What is this? Yeah, another farmhouse... This, the door to the farmhouse is locked, exactly the same thing, exactly the same message. There's something which I'm thinking is a carriage next to this one. I'm going to examine it. If it is a carriage, then the scale in this game is really crazy. Uh, a wagon, it says. Yeah. Jucinda is as big as three of those wagons. But I guess, you know, this is uh, the suspension of my disbelief in action. Jucinda is just a sprite moving through this... This tiny landscape. Okay, at the top, above the town, there's what looks like some kind of gate or fence, which I'm going to walk through now. Aha, there we are. Okay, and now we're out in the kind of hyrule field, if you will. Uh, A big sort of grass expanse. It's been 14 minutes in-game time, not out-of-game time. It's been over half an hour in out-of-game board listeners' listening time. Uh, the landscape that I'm walking through is a flawless, unbroken field of uh, lichen green intersected by some very pleasant German mustard-coloured, like, maybe, uh, what's this the colour of? Not like yellow mustard, but like, you know, uh, 
Yeah, Tommy mustard, that sort of the German mustard you get in uh, in in tiny little groceries. Tommy mustard. If you don't know what the color is, it's the color of Tommy mustard. Um, but yeah, kind of brown yellow paths intersecting at diagonal and uh, horizontal and vertical angles through this uh, this flawless expanse of green grass. And I'm walking through these fields, and I'm seeing nothing. I guess I should just start following this. There's a, I've just got onto a long, tall, vertical path, and I'm just walking for, for ages. Okay. Oop, the environment's just changed. It looks like this could be either a stony area of ground or the foot of a mountain. But the most important thing is that this path terminates in a doorway in the side of this grey colour. So I think it's the foot of a mountain and this is a doorway into the mountain. So we're going to get some Tolkien shit in here. About to get about to get really messed up by, by a Balrog or a horde of orcs. Or, you know, whatever else. So let's just go right into this doorway in the side of the mountain, shall we? Bang. Done. Okay. Haha, <laughs> we're in a dungeon. I know it's a dungeon because um, not all the map is exposed like it was on the overworld. It's just uh, Jucinda and one square around her in every direction. So I think as I walk forward, yep, more of the map will be revealed to me. Just a square at a time, a square at a time. I my uh, D and D instincts are kicking in, listeners, and I am going to verb. Oh, I can't look for traps. I can only disarm trap. Uh, command pending disarm, and I select the ground in front of me. Nothing there to disarm. I wonder if there was something there to disarm. If it would tell me. I doubt it. I think I would need to see something. And I think I would need to possess intelligence to see something. I think Lucinda, Jucinda, sorry, is officially screwed. She's going to get killed by traps. Because this is like a D&D kind of roguelike game. Alright. The dungeon so far is a straight corridor. I've taken three steps. Nothing has happened. Oh, the corridor is about to bend off to the left. Let's go up. Okay, it's not bending off to the left. It's opening up into a wider room. Uh, okay. The corridor now goes off in two directions. I can continue up left or up right. I'm going to go right, because right is always right. Um, I've encountered a problem. I can only walk uh, in one of four directions, up, down, left, or right, and the path is going diagonally. So what if I... How do I walk now? Are you kidding? Okay. What, I just can't? Do I need a joystick to be playing this? Do I need to go in... Oh! <laughs> okay, alright. It's the number pads. It's numpad. Okay. I'm going to move my hand over to the right. And I, I just hit 7. And it took me um, diagonally up. So I, it looks like we're going to the left, listeners. Hit 7 again. Oh my god. I love... Yeah... I can smell the age coming off this game. All right. The diagonal nature of the path uh, has ceased and it is now vertical again. So let's go up. Come on. I'm waiting for some cobalt or something. Some scamp to jump out at me. Uh, the path continues up. Oh, oh shit. Okay, something's fucking jumped out. The sprite looks like... To me... Okay, time has paused. So I have time to describe what has jumped out at me. 
I would describe it as like an abominable snowman, but short. It's like a little grey figure. It almost looks like if you ever played Ski Free, the abominable abominable snowman which comes and eats your guy after a certain distance of skiing and then gives you nightmares for uh, years of your young life. It kind of looks like that, but like the child of that. So short. A short, abominable snowman. I'm not going to... Okay, Jucinda is not the kind of woman who is suspecting that this might be a friend. So I'm going to try to attack it before it can get me. But I don't know if that's actually an option. I don't see an attack action. I might just need to move closer to it until it attacks me. So let's do that. I'm going to go up. Oh, it is a kobold! The kobold hits you. Fuck, I called it. Did you hear me in the corridor coming up? I said, I'm waiting for a kobold to jump out. And it's a kobold. Listeners who don't know what a kobold is, I guess it's just like a kind of... What? What is it? Like a kind of reptilian... Like a a kind of... (laughs) Like a goblin, but reptilian is how I'd say it. Or demonic, maybe. I think they speak demonic. This is a Dungeons and Dragons kind of monster. But yeah, Kobold... Oh shit, it did me some damage. My HP is now 10 out of 14. Let's see if clicking on the Kobold will attack it. Bang, you deal the Kobold a solid blow. The Kobold is dead. It's just disappeared. The sprite is gone. It didn't do me any more damage. And I feel pretty good. I love the description. You deal the Kobold a solid blow. Thanks. Ah, I love this game. This is maybe... (laughs) I... Uh, have been through some pretty uh, shitty nights of playing D&D and getting into arguments with DMs. This might be, just just through that description, one of my favourite DMs I've ever been uh, subject to. Alright, in the middle of this room, uh, formerly the room containing the cobalt, now an unoccupied room, I hope, I haven't quite explored every corner of it, there's a suit what looks like a suit of armor. It could just be like a formal shirt or something. Let's walk up to it and examine it. I think it's an item on the ground. Maybe if I just click on it, I'll pick it up and then I can examine it in my inventory. Holy shit! I forgot to equip all my stuff. Oh my god. Alright, let's just pause and do that. Yeah, here we are. I've opened up my inventory. It's another of the drop-down menus up the top next to file and edit and all that stuff. I'm gonna... Click and drag my normal suit of leather armor, which I bought for thousands of dollars, over to the armor square. Okay. And now my normal gauntlets. Bang. And now my normal braces. Uh, Braces up here. Bang. All right. Good. I assume that's made a difference. I can't really see. There's no, like, armor rating or anything. Uh, character level okay I've just opened up my character sheet character level 1 character experience 2 so there were 2 experience points in that cobalt which spilled out onto the ground when I dealt it that solid blow uh, and I picked them up next level at 20 my weight is 8040 my bulk is 30,040 so I'm a real BBW by the sounds of things, which I'm frankly overjoyed at. I'm very happy with that. 
my speed is 100% out of 200%. My hit points are 11 out of 14. Oh, so I've healed one point since that kobold attack. I guess health just comes back. I love this game. Fuck, this is a new favorite game. Mana points, 3 out of 4. Copper, 240 bucks. Okay. Uh, armor value. Fuck, I just stumbled upon it. Armor value, 19. I wonder what it was before. Am I really going to find out? Yes. Edit point. I'm about to take off all the armor which I just put on. All right, I'm back. Uh, without all my armor, my armor value is 5. So I'm just going to put that all back on. And I'm going to feel pretty good that actually those thousands of dollars, thousand and some dollars which I spent, went... Uh, to putting my armor up pretty significantly. So I feel good about that. More than double. More than triple? I forgot what it was. Alright, it's all, it's all re-equipped. Yeah, armor value 19 from 5 to 19. That's a pretty, that's a pretty good... Uh, it's, that, that is some 1,000 something dollars which went to a good place. But let's see what this armor is on the ground. I'm going to walk over it. Uh, verbs... Get. Okay, I can use the get action. Suit of leather armor. Oh, okay, I can right-click. Alright, but it doesn't show me any interesting statistics. It just shows me the name again in a different format. So, okay, let's drag this up onto my... Oh, I have to unequip the other one first? Okay, sure. Unequipped, and now let's see. Suit of leather armor. What does this do to me? What's my armor rating now? Oh, okay. It's just a normal suit of leather armor. And the name has changed, in fact, from suit of leather armor to normal suit of leather armor. So, ladies and gentlemen, I think what's just happened is I've put it on, and the act of putting it on has identified it for me. So, that could easily have been a cursed suit of armor, and I could have been fucked. And that could have been the end of the Let's Play. Uh, but luckily, it's just me doubling up. So, that was $1,000 I didn't need to spend... Uh, let's bet now how much the uh, the blacksmith takes for this uh, normal suit of leather armor in terms of resale value. I, I'm going to bet 300 copper pieces. Let's keep exploring the room. Okay, I've explored the room. No more cobalts. Nice. Going to come back down here, switching over to the number pad so that I can walk diagonally. What a crazy mechanic that is. <laughs> hey, my engine's on the roof of my car. I'm a crazy mechanic. <laughs> What's this? Five wheels? I'm a crazy mechanic. Yeah, solid goals. All right. Um, I went back to the original fork in the uh, in the passageway, and now I followed it up north again uh, to the second fork. So I can I can now go. Another two ways. I'm going to go up and to the left again, just like I did the with that other corridor. Um, it's going, it's going, it's going. I've now passed the point. Yeah, I'm, I'm now further north in this dungeon than I've been before, if that makes sense to you. And it's still going. Oh, man, it's going for ages. This is a sparse dungeon. I'm expecting, like, rats and bats, more cobalts. Okay, I've just entered another room. I'm venturing forth into it. I can't see the limits of the room yet. Okay. Now I just hit the opposite wall. And another wall. Oh, shit! There's a green man here. What is he? He's too far away for me to see. Oh, no. I'm going to go verb examine. Let's see if I can look at him from far away. Okay. You see an uninjured goblin. So goblins and cobalts in this cave. 
that I, I pretty much called it in terms of uh, what would be encountered in this game. I've walked away from him. He doesn't seem to be following me. I'm just going to explore the rest of this big room before I go uh, see what's up with him. It's probably going to be something violent up with him. Alright, so the rest of the room is explored. Let's go explore the insides of this goblin with my fucking dagger. Alright, he's approached me. Uh, if I step back, what does he do? He stays put. I'm gonna go... Oh, okay. It looks like he's slower than me. Yeah, I can take two steps for every one step he takes. That's good. I wish I could attack him. Uh, is there... An action which I'm not... Well, what if I just click on him? I'm now one square away from him. Oh, okay, yeah. Clicking on him initiates the attack. The goblin cowers under its shield, barely avoiding your blows. <laughs> These descriptions. I love them. These are amazing. Uh, and then the goblin missed you. Okay, so I attack the goblin, the goblin attacked me. Clicking again. The goblin easily parries your strike. He rolled well, I can tell. The goblin hits you. Okay. I'm back down to 11 HP. I think I got back some, but I'm now back down to 11. I'm going to hit him again. You missed the goblin, and the goblin hits you. I'm on 9 HP. Shit, this is going bad for me. I'm going to try hitting him again. Hitting him again. Click. Bang! You hit the goblin, the goblin is dead. And he's left an item in the middle of the room. So, let's get that item. 128 pieces of copper. Fucking great. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen... Uh, should I keep exploring? I'll, ex I'll keep exploring this room, and then once this room is fully explored, I think I'll call it a day. I bet there's more goblins and stuff in here. Uh, exploring the room, and I've hit the opposite wall. Oh, shit. It's a fucking staircase down. This is some Diablo stuff. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you weren't uh, too put off. Put off? Put <clears throat> I hope you weren't too put off by this not being Touch My Katamari. I hope you've come along with me on this slow and meandering journey. I'll uh, I'll catch you next time I play Castle of the Winds. So I'm just going to save this game for now. Uh, and then I'll, I'll see you next time. I'll see you next time I play Castle of the Winds. Bye.